Hi, this is uh, Ryan Pipkin again with you um, uh, on our new podcast, um, Alive Today. Are you alive? Are you awake today? Um, I have my my wife here, uh, Katie. Uh, we're going to talk about, as we alluded to with my friend Alex, talking about uh, normalcy and what is normal and um, what our new normals are um, in this world. Um, I've had many normals, but obviously this uh, is the newest one, and I'm gonna tell you the story. Um, Katie, we've been married for two, three years? Almost two years. Almost two years? And we've had our normal together, which is crazy, as probably some of this story will come across. Um, and and uh, Katie um, and I will play big parts in the story that we're about to tell. But um, this is just just no holding back. This is just who we are, and and. Uh, if you want to bring in, um, you know, past life events and and stuff like that, I'm going to do that too. So, um, so here's my wife, Katie. Hi, I love podcasts, so I'm kind of geeking out that I'm on one. <laughs> I hope it actually you actually like put it out there. I'm people. going to. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but this is cool because. On my drive home every single day, I work like 30 minutes from our house. I listen to a podcast. Um, you I wanna, love. You want to give a shout out? Oh, I have so many. On Mondays, I listen to Crime Drunkie. Uh, I love I love my crime pod my uh, uh murder podcasts is what I should say. Um, on Tuesdays, I listen to Haken and Animal Crossing podcast. That's my new gig. I play so much Animal Crossing right now. <laughs> it's getting me through the quarantine. Um, what else? Oh, I listen to the uh, Vaccine Conversation. Love those guys. I listen to um, some more mature ones. Call Her Daddy. It's these two girls that are completely just crazy girls, and it's very interesting. Um... I don't know. I could bring up my list, but yeah, I listen to a bunch of different stuff, mm-hmm. and that's where I get a lot of my inf- entertainment. Actually, it keeps me sane. Good. Yeah, I um, listen to many podcasts. Um, probably my favorite um, is Aeon Byte, uh, Gnostic Radio, uh, just because they're uh, they're not afraid to push the envelope on what is normal. And they're seeking to be awake um, and enlightened in a lot of ways. So that's what I kind of uh, steer towards in in my normal normalcy. Yeah, I feel it. I feel it kind of funny that you bring up what is normal because what really is normal? Yeah. I feel like I'm not normal as I put my my air quotations around it that you can't see but I feel like I'm not a normal person like what is normal I think that even I I don't honestly think that should be a word in the dictionary anymore because everybody's normal is completely different from what we think is normal or what we want for normal so what like what are you trying to get at with normal well I mean as you know um my normal um well let me just start from the beginning um i was i grew up in a household um with both my parents um two brothers one older and one younger um we just had a you know typical american life uh until i met uh this neighbor that came his name was uh tyler um, he's tragically dead right now, um, but he pretty much introduced me to like a lot of things, like smoking pot, 
hanging out with girls, um, all these things. Um, at like 12 years old, it was a huge thing. Um, and before that, it was a myriad of drugs to help me focus on school and blah, blah, blah. Um, and then uh, I went, you know, it's like a train wreck watching, but it was um, in high school, just, just going down this these tracks. And uh, one uh, faithful night at, at Ben's house, uh, took too many mushrooms and blacked out and woke up. If you stop interrupting me. Sorry. Um, I've heard this story a couple billion times. Not that it downgrades what you went through, but... I, I know, and... Um, stories... Stories... Um, they are... Something that needs to be told. And something that needs to... Come to life in, in our lives. Because that's really all we have is stories... And that's that's who ma- that's what makes us um, who we are, and that's what defines our normal. Um, but yeah, m- I mean, m- mushrooms, um, blacked out, woke up hogtied on the ground. Um, I could go into so much detail here um, that I remember, but um, woke up in jail went to court like the next day and I was reading the police report and it was saying that you stole a cop's baton and you were like threatening to beat him with it. And, and, uh, I, I mean, I, I'm lucky to be alive, um, to be honest. Um, and then, uh, (laughs) but, and then jail was a, a nightmare. Um, but then that nightmare, um, through adversity uh, comes great things and I found I was reading the Bible and I just surrendered my life to Christ and I, I saw this this wisp just like enter me and I kind of see that as the Holy Spirit um, that that went into me and uh, after that it was just like a light switch turned on and I was so much more I could see and 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 know things that I it was like an instant download of info and since then it's been it's been just a download of info um and you you'll see as I continue um but so I got out of jail after God protected me through that hard time, um, by, I, I mean, by the armor of God, I was, I was brought through that time and, um, went uber Christian, um, very judgmental and, and I just kind of, it just kind of switched. I don't, I don't know. It was like, I was a heathen one day and then I was like uber religious and Christian one another day. And, um, uh, this is when I got into like conspiracy theories and just, um, fun stuff like that. And, uh, that was right around the time I went to college, um, which I went to college in Hawaii uh, for horticulture, so that's kind of what I do now and have been doing for a while, um, or my whole life I've been doing that, um, but uh, about, this is the thing that really defines me as my normal now is I, about five years ago, well in the meantime I got married, had a son, my son's seven now. He's not mine, this is his first marriage. And we got a divorce um, but we lived, um, in, uh, Houston and, uh, I was up in Colorado visiting my parents and had a psychotic break and, uh, all I can, uh, all I can describe it as is like, uh, 
uh, intense, manic, anxiety-ridden, you know, in the initially, um, looking back on it, it, it was more like, it was more like a, a bad trip for about six months. And it was just this, it wouldn't stop. And I, I was going to the doctors down there and they were giving me every single pill they had and nothing worked and pill after pill gained 50 pounds off Seroquel and blah, blah, blah. Um, I probably shouldn't say blah, blah, blah too much because I can, you know, I can dive into that a little bit. But, uh, so, um, a myriad of pills and finally I, I didn't have insurance, so I had to go to the public doctor and, um, you know, it, nothing changed. They they don't give you any harder drugs um, when you're in that system. And I feel really bad for, for homeless people and people that are really struggling um, because they don't have private doctors and they can't afford that. And, um, and uh, yeah, so the doctor gave me, prescribed me Klonopin uh, or Klonazepam. And I actually have it right here. Clonazepam, take one by mouth at bedtime and take daily as needed for severe anxiety. And um, so basically I was, I was diagnosed with schizoaffective. Um, I, I hear, I hear voices, I see things. Um, and it, it, like I said, it's a, it's a constant download of information and, uh, I take, I take meds now just to, um, squelch the, the overflow, uh, just the, the waterfall, um, of, of info that's attacking me, not, not attacking me, but, um, so instead of a waterfall of info, it's more like, a, uh, you know, your faucet turning on and I can, I try to turn it off sometimes, but it just, it just won't go away. It just does always there. And, uh, so my, my brave new wife, uh, maybe, maybe we met sooner than we should have, um, Maybe we should have broken up a long time ago and uh, just gone our separate ways and and done that. But um, today I can say that I am happily, for the most part, married. And she's fun to get tattoos with. And I live and work, I can still work with my schizoaffective, um, even though it's super hard, and I've lost tons of jobs, and been fired multiple times, and, um, I, uh, I mean, I don't know if I've been out of work more in the past two years than I've been working, um, to be, <laughs> to be honest, maybe it's 50-50, but, um, it's it's tough and trying and my wife has to put up with me through all this. Well, talk I guess about she doesn't your successes. have to. But you make it sound like you're just like this person what? who's just like full of these downtrodden like spirals of horrible events, but you should tell no, them all of your I'm telling you that positive things. I I suffer from depression, severe depression. Right. Which put me in the hospital last fall. Um, so should... I I don't I don't always see the the brightest star in the sky. To but be you honest. are a bright no. star. I say this so many times. Okay, come on. You're my hero because I live this life with no voices in my head, no nothing. Right? I mean, I have my faults. I think that I've uh, my childhood completely screwed me up. 
and that's a whole nother story. But I think that, like... Well, that's what makes you who you are. Well, I know, but what I'm saying is that you still try to persevere. So I think that you should say of your successes, like, where are you working now? And how how awesome is this new position that you're in? And what a great opportunity is now. Or the fact that you finished school. Or the fact that you never yeah. stop trying. I'm, uh, I'm definitely a, a fighter in a lot of ways. Yeah. And... Maybe I'm just too chicken to kill myself. Or maybe you're just, <laughs> maybe you just know that you're supposed to be here. We have a lovely, beautiful son. He's amazing. Yeah. And I think that keeps Ryan going for sure. Yeah. Um, and I, I think I, I know there's something bigger, um, out there. Let's just name it in the um, room. Supposed to happen. Christ, has always wanted you to like pull yeah. through. He's there yeah. cheering you on. Yeah, he's, uh, even though through my psychotic break, like, my faith has definitely dwindled, and, um, I kind of struggle and wrestle with who, who is God, um, you know, I know Jesus is, is, um, alive and well, and he, I think, comes in, in many forms and faces, uh, to different people, um, it's just, uh, you know, I grew up in the West, so Jesus and, and the Bible and these sort of things, that's the face that, that I got, and that's the, the, the knowledge and know-how, um, that I got and privileged to have, um, even though it's that's a whole nother story of how religion just decimated the early Christians and because they thought differently and just the followers of Jesus in the beginning were 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 people just like I mean that had their lives changed and had a had a different story than what the official church narrative was. And they just, you know, the Catholic, everybody's got to be of one mind. Um, I can't dog it too much because, I mean, I grew up Protestant. And that's how I got, that's how I found Jesus in this enlightenment. Um, and, you know, the way he showed me um, through through time, trying times and, and this sort of stuff. But, um yeah, so Jesus is here and he's he's guiding us and helping us along the way, um, even when we don't feel him or or see him. Preach uh, it to the choir. With, with our eyes and uh, yeah, so. Well, you didn't answer my question. What? I asked you where you work now. Oh, people oh, will love to hear about your I, job. I work at the zoo. Denver. He gets to see the flamingos walk around. I work at the Denver Zoo. I'm the exhibit healthcare technician. Um, but I'm, yeah. But when I got hired on, they called it plant healthcare technician because I do a lot of the chemical sprays and stuff like that. Um, so, I just, I just know trees. That's another reason. Maybe better than people, I don't know. That's another reason why I really appreciate him. Every one of my friends, family, friends, they just call me with any questions about trees or planting a garden or whatever it may be. Um, and it just, I just give the phone to Ryan and then he like just knows. I always tell him that he would be so dire when the world ends um because he can farm and we'll need people like him we're uh we're a pretty um pretty solid prepper family um on my side yeah and we uh we enjoy having a extra can of beans around for hard times also we um enjoy tons of filtered water full to the max in our yes we we do have the filter. I've had to give up a lot of space, I'll admit. Yes. But yeah. I have my uh, 
my plants. We call it the jungle. Which I care for and try not to kill um, by over-fertilizing. <laughs> and um, I have my, well, it's kind of our, you know, storage of water and big old Berkey water filter. These are all awesome things that you could talk about in, in, in each different podcast. You could bring up how you love to prep. I mean, this is just like the yeah, beginning. Of course, this is the beginning. Yeah, and this it's is cool. this is kind of a, a, a leaping off point. Um, you know, I'm really big into the the Fight Club series that just came out. Fight Club Three just came out. Um, you know, I can tell you about tools and tricks of the trade, or my my fish tank that's. I go in there from you we know, could talk about I, animal crossing I feel zen or you can talk about animal crossing um, <laughs> that's that my uh, that it's really a chick flick of a game oh no it's everything uh, um well I think you should get back to what you were talking about about normal yeah but you downgrade yourself a lot. This is all my normal. Just life in general. Right. You know? I don't like the word, word normal. I don't think people would see me as normal, really. No. And I, I want to know what your normal is, Katie. My what, normal. Like, like, let me see through your eyes for, in a, you know, a little bit. I've been thinking while you've been talking about stuff that I've heard the whole time. Um, or, you know, stuff that I've known about you for years now. Um, and I just feel like your normal is kind of a quirky normal. But that you're not alone in it. Right? So, I'd like to look... What do you mean quirky? Like, you're just, you're kind of out there. I'm a little out there myself. You have tattoos. You, you like to just be a little quirky. We like to... I don't know. We we're, we're different. I mean, when we have kids, we're choosing not to vaccinate. We're we're just like we're just different from a lot of other families. Um, yeah. it, we believe in another word for that is alone. Yeah. Even though Katie has tons of good friends, but well, and I a feel, lot of my friends don't. I vaccinate, feel alone but... a lot of times, just because we can't. Or I mean, I I have such different views from people and experiences that it's hard to kind of relate and and uh, I I really just just want to be real um in my life and and uh, just just be the best me that's good so I think my normal I don't know well I'm a nanny so I love to hang out with the kiddos Ryan and I have been well, I guess more me. I think it's more my problem. We've been trying to have kids. It's not really happening. Um, um, I really want to be a mother. These are just things about me. I don't know. I, uh, I think my normal is off. It's not like the typical Western American normal. I believe in Jesus, but I don't believe... Um, I'm not, like, I don't want to, like, a Baptist Christian where it's just very strict, like, I don't know. I believe more in a relationship with Christ rather than, I I think we're all falling short of the glory of God, and I think that he's just there guiding us, like, as Ryan said. Um, but, yeah, I've had my, I've had my ups and my downs. My childhood was, whoa. Not a walk in the park. My dad, who we both love, um, he's kind of out there. Uh, he was abusive. And I think the only way that I can love him is because of Christ. Um, my mom's a little crazy. She has ADD or something. She can't hold a conversation very well. Um, but, yeah, so my childhood was kind of... It was just wild. I saw a lot of stuff that I shouldn't have seen. Um, I didn't have the best example of what a good marriage looks like. Uh, yeah, I'm smart, though. I feel like I, you know, I don't know. High school was kind of easy for me. 
in the sense that I'm pretty, I don't know, I just can read a book and I'm pretty smart. But I think things really changed for me significantly when I was 20. I found Jesus um, through a great friend of mine who I became, like, extremely close with her family. Um, Her name is Anna. Maybe she'll listen to this. Uh, And, yeah, I was saved in their living room. And it just changed my life forever. In the beginning, I will say that I totally was, like, like... Like, kind of what Ryan said, um, where you're just, like, this spewing out the rules. And I do that still now, but in, I feel like I catch myself, reminding myself, like, how big Jesus is and the love that he has is so big. Um, but yeah, I, I was with someone previously. I lived in California for a couple of years. I was a nanny in New York City for a couple months. Um, I like to just... I think it's faded now as I get older, but I love to be a little wild. I have tattoos. I, um, I don't know what my personality is a very spontaneous one. Um, (laughs) I spend too much money. I like Chick-fil-A too much. I mean, all these things that, um, I feel like poor Ryan, my husband has just fallen in love with this crazy wacko as he rolls his eyes over here. But, um, yeah, we have a good life. We have, we're blessed. And even though it doesn't feel like it, sometimes we're blessed. I was in a car accident in October. That was horrendous. I think that was very life-changing. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what tailspinned Ryan's big depression. Because he was the only one providing at the time. He lost his job. We were, like, literally had no money. Um, and I think that Ryan and I have a really bad habit. I think we should do a whole episode on marriage because I think we've learned a lot. But I think that both of us have a really bad habit. I've noticed it with this whole coronavirus thing of when things feel rough, we both shut down. We don't go to each other. We just, like, shut down. And I think during the car accident, that's what happened. I was very shut down because I I broke my arm. I was out of work for, what, six, six weeks, eight weeks? Yeah, it was a long time. Um, Yeah, so I didn't go back to work till like, January. And, yeah, it was just... The last couple of months have been really intense for us. We got blessed with a big settlement. Um, We had a lot of fun with it. Um, Yeah, but my normal is just not, like, a typical normal. I just... I just don't... I don't feel... I feel like I have a rebel heart, and... I always feel like I'm just going to be a little bit different than other people. And that's okay. I don't know if if anybody who's listening out there has ever heard of the Enneagram test. And Ryan took it. But we're both fours. And it talks about that being a four is the individualist. So we both want to, you know, we're both very into our feelings. We're both, we want to be different from the pack. We want to have our own ideas, and thankfully, most of our ideas match up. I can't believe that I married someone who doesn't want to vaccinate. That's just crazy, because it's so uncommon these days. I don't know. Something I appreciate about about you. But yeah, we have a beautiful son. Um, He's great. He's wild. He's awesome. Um... Yeah, and it's just been an experience. Being married to someone with schizophrenia, that's a whole nother episode. And how uh, how much it affects you as a wife, as a partner. I'm sure Ryan as a husband. That would be an interesting thing to talk about. I mean, you can give us a hint of what it is like. So when we first started dating, Ryan went into the mental hospital very shortly after we first started dating so it's been like maybe three months you were still working at Davy. yeah so he went in i have like tears in my eyes but i was so scared because i had never been with someone who had a mental illness and i'm very open and loving and um it never really scared me but I was so scared because it feels like your loved one is sick with, like, cancer or something. This is the best way I can describe it. Um, 
and he went in there and thankfully oh we should we never talked about your parents he has these amazing parents that are just like the best people but his mom and I really got each other through that but you were feeling suicidal that's what was really scary you were like on the verge Mm -hmm. and I think that like when you're in a deep depression what I've noticed is that um it's always there's always a tinge of that I want to kill myself and that to me is very scary I I trust God though with Ryan and I trust that I trust and I've seen the Lord take him out of like all of those situations um and he just perseveres and I have tears in my eyes because like I said I've never met a a stronger person in my eyes than my husband but yeah uh so he went into the mental hospital and I remember this is so funny to me I don't know if you remember but I went to your house and I cleaned your whole room and I bought you I'm going to take off my glasses, but I bought you, um, all of your favorite stuff, coconut water, dark chocolate, whatever I could find. Oh, maybe it was a little, I think it was a little, it was closer to Christmas because Mm -hmm. I bought you that Christmas tree. Mm -hmm. And Ryan is so honest, guys. He got home. I went to visit him every day, by the way. And what an experience going into a mental hospital for the first time. Um, but... I, I, he got home and he was like, you're very overzealous. And I was so hurt and offended because my way of showing someone that I care and that I love them is through gift giving, I think, like, or through trying to make their environment better. Like I was like, oh, he loves when his room is clean. He loves like all of these things. And yeah, so it was just, I think that that's our relationship is a, a lot of us. Um, we are not the most lovey-dovey couple. We are not these, you know, you meet couples that are just all over each other and they're just obsessed with each other. Ryan and I are, we are not. I mean, we have our moments. I'm, I'm very obsessed with him. But what I'm saying is in premarital counseling, we took a test and the guy was like, I've never, our premarital counselor, I was like, I've never seen two people that don't see each other through rose-colored glasses like you guys do. It's the lowest I've ever seen. And I guess that, I guess that I appreciate it because it's, we can both really clearly see each other's flaws and we're not blinded by this huge love for each other. We're just very real about what's going on with the other person. But yeah, schizophrenia and marriage is something else. You got to ride the waves with them. Or you just hop off of their waves and let them ride it on their own sometimes. Um, I've noticed 100%, like 120%, I bet money on it, that he follows a pattern um, throughout the seasons, throughout the year. We know that, we both know and expect now that fall is always going to be crappy. It's going to be a shitty time for Ryan. And I think we only had one really good fall where you didn't have to go in to the mental hospital Mm -hmm. and that was not this fall but last fall was okay it was still hard but he made it through um and I'm not afraid of the mental hospital anymore that's one thing I'm not I've come to the realization that oh this is something else I love about Ryan and being married to someone with schizophrenia I feel like people sometimes other schizophrenics that I've seen or watched have a really hard time gauging when they're f- slipping. Where Ryan, who I commend him for this 100, can feel when he's about to slip. So he will, as much as I like begrudgingly fight it every time, he eventually just takes himself in. And I'm afraid because I don't want to be alone without him. He's my protector. Um something that I didn't have in a dad he you know I feel like I have these weird fears and Ryan is my strong my strong man and so when he's gone I feel unsafe without him I don't know it's a lot of fear when he leaves but finally I think I've come to the conclusion that it's better for him to be there rather than home suffering because of a lot of the times he gets what he needs and a mental he gets a break he gets 
I mean, these are just my perspective. Ryan mm-hmm. can dive into it, but um, yeah, he's he's around people that have similar, you know. I mean, we could talk about that for a little bit. Um, yeah, this uh, this last fall, going into um, the mental hospital, and we can we can go back to your normal in in a minute. Um, but I I think part of you, I mean, I know your part of your normal is having to deal with me and my mental issues and how much, um, that impacts me. I'll, I'll probably What about my mental, my mental, I'm, Ryan talks about how unstable he is, which he is. Okay. We're granted he has schizophrenia. A lot of the times he gets unstable. But I always, remember what I tell you all the time is that your basis for good is, has been there because of your parents. Like, I don't know if my basis for good came until, like, I met Jesus. So it's like, I'm 28 and I met Jesus when I was 20. And so my basis for good is, is very small compared to what your basis for good is. Like, I think you probably see it so much in our marriage. Like, I can't argue well I can't communicate well I but Ryan is this person I'm gonna cry you're just this kind of person that you're very calming and I think that when we argue or when we fight you want to do what you can to make it back to like loving each other and I appreciate that because I am such a grudge holder. I'm so angry. I'm so, I have these tendencies to look to, to go back to what childhood was like. And my mom, who was like angry all the time. And I see a lot of myself in her. Mm-hmm. I mean, I see a lot of me, a lot of her in her me. And, yeah, yeah. and um, yeah, I feel like Ryan is unstable. But he's also very, very stable. It's yeah. like you're. It's like. I mean, the, routine maybe is a better word. You like routine. Yes, I love routine. Clean um, house. It's, it just kind of what keeps me going, uh, day in and day out. Um, like this whole pandemic thing with so-called pandemic thing. Um, with my work they switched up the schedule so i'm working like sunday through wednesday which sucks because our son comes on sundays and and i'm working 10 hour days um compared to you know five eight hour days normal monday through friday but maybe that's nice to have the extra three days i mean it's nice to have the extra time um but at the same time it's it's very it's very hard and it it uh it was very hard in the beginning. It was, it was, um, it was way worse, and I think I'm still trying to adjust to all that, um, and dealing with the added stress of quarantine and having to wear a mask at work and and all all the bullshit that is coming along with this whole thing and just now finding toilet paper in the stores but anyways i I wanted to get back to the yeah. the mental hospital um um what yeah when when you go in there it's it's uh people think from the movies or or whatever it is that it's just going to be this horrifying thing oh, like straight jackets a bunch of a bunch of crazy people Padded running rooms. around and and uh you know lobotomies and yeah. whatever like but, i said padded rooms and straight jackets like yeah. i i remember when you were at aurora mental health i was like oh my gosh i'm gonna walk in and see like these people that are like in a catatonic state granted there are some yeah and but and a lot of them are you know and and this last time going into the hospital i had never met anyone with schizophrenia before mm-hmm. and it was just a breath of fresh air to to meet um he's a friend of mine now um chris um and he's homeless and in jail now for following his voices and and doing his thing but um 
And it's sad that that a lot of people that are in jail have mental illness. Mm. Uh, because because mental hospitals they just cost so much to go in there. Um, granted, I have you know decent insurance. Um, the Colorado um, provides, and now awesome insurance for your work too. Yeah, and uh, so I I met Chris and Cody's another one schizophrenic, and it, it's just it's just fun to hear like their stories and their experience and their normal i mean what it, what does it look like in their head to be schizophrenic and you, you know you hear um and uh, you know the doctor in there is very short and and uh straight to the point and they want they want you to be get stable and then go out in the world and and try to live your life again to make it short but it's you know it, it's a it's a pretty big room. I was in Denver Springs. Um, they had an outdoor area. They even let you smoke cigarettes, uh, which is unheard of in Colorado, um, where there you can't smoke cigarettes basically anywhere, not even like walking down the street. And um, so pretty big, pretty big rooms. The group therapies were really good. Um, the music therapy was my favorite by far. Um, and it was it was nice to see Katie and, and my mom now and again come and visit me. You were so struggling at that time. I was in, that was when I was in the car accident and my, I just was not. Yeah, and um, so I, coming out, I- He has the best parents ever in the world. We, that's a whole nother we we have so many episodes we could talk about how how much you're upgrading i think that a lot of it is your mom's prayers you've always said this yeah. um but like the difference between you and chris chris is awesome oh well let me let me tell you about chris he um we actually met out um outside of the mental hospital and he's he's homeless he um he was having a pretty rough time. His family's in Arizona, and he just, he he loved just, well, I, I mean, he, he, he followed his voices a lot. And not to say that's a bad thing, mm. um, but for him, it was like he was homeless. We would let him stay here now and again, um, take just... showers. We gave him clothes, food, um, stuff like that. A phone. Um, but but he would, you know, yeah, he would. Uh, he was he, highly irresponsible. Yeah, I mean, I would say I'm I'm more high functioning as a schizophrenic than probably most. Um, but still, it, every day is a daily struggle, and. Um, it's uh, parents' prayers and just looking up and hoping for the best, even though that that's not always. I mean, I, I I can face reality, but you know, it's it's so hard to look at. A lot of times, I just have to like turn on a good show or listen to some music to get get it out of my head. Um, yeah, I play I play Harvest Moon, which. I'm going to get a wife soon, but it, it's getting old playing that game. Um, I don't feel that with Animal Crossing. It's no. like everything is still, like, it's still just as fun. Yeah. Whoa, 45 minutes. Um, yeah, it's, it, that's a really good. Should we wrap it up or? Yeah, so, um. Thanks for listening to our crazy stories. Um, I'm I'm sure Katie could go very in depth about her um, family and the, uh, the stuff that that she like went through as a kid. I don't know. I don't know if you want to go there now. Um, oh, or not. How it's weird. Okay, I think as a Christ loving Christian, I don't even like to say Christian, but. Um, 
as someone who loves Jesus, my relationship with my parents has all but very much changed. So I feel like if I didn't meet God, um, I'd have uh, these horrible stories to tell. And I do have horrible stories, let's be honest and real. Um, but I have a love for them. Thank, thankful to God, honestly. Yeah, they're, they're decent people. No, they're, I mean, it's just my parents aren't believers. Ryan's parents are believers. I truly believe that in my heart, that they love God. Um, and they love people. And it's so much, the way that your parents are compared to the way that my parents are, um, is just night and day, really. Yeah. Um, but yeah, my, my normal is just different. It's different. I, I married a schizophrenic. I have all these friends that I love and that are so dear to my heart, but they have quote unquote normal husbands. I mean, I have a friend who has a husband in the military. I have a friend who has a husband who, um, you know, has a decent job or whatever it may be. But I think that in the beginning of our relationship, just knowing that Ryan had this mental illness, um, it really changes people's perspective of him. Which isn't fun, and we should, that's a whole different podcast as well. Yeah, the stigma. The stigma, but um, I'm just someone who doesn't beat to the sound of everybody else's drum. I think that's what my normal is, to be not normal. Like, it's just a normal, I, I wanted to marry Ryan so much, because for one, he's smoking hot. He hates when uh-huh. I say that. He's literally smoking hot. Um, he's this awesome hardworking, earth-loving, tree-hugging, <laughs> schizophrenic. <laughs> and I put the schizophrenia last because, to me, it doesn't really um, play that big of a role. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't. Like, he's he's Ryan, and he has a good heart, and he's a good guy. I don't know. Well, thanks. Thanks. Yeah, you're... Um... Your normal is is very unique, and I've kind of learned to look past the quirks a lot of time, like you were saying. And, uh, you know, we all have faults and, and ups and downs and lows and highs. and um, But I, I genuinely appreciate you as a person. Thanks. And... You're, you're, you're a good wife. Yeah. I, uh... I don't think I've ever said that out loud. We struggle. Guys, I, <laughs> I'm not like the typical Jesus wife. I don't know what to call it. But like the Proverbs wife, I don't cook. I bring home Chick-fil-A. Um, I have a hard time keeping up with stuff. Sometimes I'm better than others. Um, or sometimes in life I feel more apt to clean than, um, normal, but I, I am, I think that also stems from my childhood. My mom did everything for me. I think she felt bad and she was trying to Mm. fill in gaps or something. Um, really spoiled. Yeah, I was my dad, but it's weird. It's like I grow up and then they're like, nope, none of it. It's it's bizarre. And then to my brother, which if my family's listening ever, if this we become famous off of this podcast and they hear my opinions on them, it's all love. It's all stuff that I've worked through. It's all stuff that I have boundaries around. Um, I don't know if you guys know who Brene Brown is, but I saw a counselor before Ryan and I got married. And I used to always throw this in Ryan's face about putting boundaries up around his bad habits, but Mm. I remember that. Mm -hmm. But I've really actually done it with my parents. Like, if my dad yells and pops off, it's time for him to go. If my mom is being, you know, oh, like crazy on the phone where she's just saying, she's putting words in my mouth, it's just time to get off the phone. And I just have to put my own boundaries with them. Uh, and that's just been helpful. But yeah, we could, if we get famous, 
um, from this podcast. Uh-huh. It'd be fun to do like a Q&A with any listeners or something. It would, it would be fun. And <clears throat> we appreciate the comments and likes and, and uh, share this with your friends if you, yeah, and, you and, feel like it, it uh, speaks to you. Um, and hopefully we can just keep um, speaking into your lives um, just as freeing as it is um, us talking to you guys. Um, it's, uh, it's nice to not feel so alone um, because you're not alone and there's people out there that, that feel the way you feel and want to uh, connect with you on a, on a deep level. And, um, let's just, uh, end it there, huh? They should tell us what they want to hear. Yeah. If you guys have any subjects you guys want to hear. Or what um, I've been throwing out there. Just tell us what you want to hear next. Yeah. Um, I feel like it'd be really interesting to do a whole podcast on. Yeah. And just, uh, just, uh, for future podcasts, I'm going to, probably tomorrow night um do a podcast with alex um my friend um even though he's unstable (laughs) most days and a little nutty uh, like like all of us uh, i still love him and uh hopefully um we can chat about um i think we're gonna talk about um his normal um vaccines conspiracy different talk about vaccines. censored type stuff um, we might just talk about president trump who knows and and uh and have brian to delete it afterwards to, brian <laughs> just likes to we'll throw see. all the diciness out we'll there. see i want to i want to mix it up and keep it fresh and uh you have to have me there to talk about vaccines i'm so knowledgeable yeah you are and uh we'll do we'll do a episode of vaccines with katie um, my wife and, uh, and, uh, go from there, I guess. Um, thanks for everybody for listening and we will see you next time. Bye.